Yo, what's good, man? You are now back, RTTV Podcast. Podcast. And we got a special episode today, man. Yes, we do. For everybody tuned in right now, make sure y'all subscribe everywhere you get your podcast, man. Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you're listening, you can listen to RTTV right now. And if you're looking for that exclusive visual, hit up, head over to our Patreon right now, okay. RTTV. Mm-hmm. It is Spider-Man week, man. I hope y'all got your tickets, yo. Yo, we by did. the time this came Ooh, out, it might be too late, but I hope y'all got your tickets. You yo. better get your tickets because people over here buying tickets and flipping them for racks. How much you say? You said 25000 We bought ours for about 3000 each. Yeah. Nah, that's bands. Yeah. Each. <laughs> and Joel paid the, paid the cost, y'all. I ain't gonna yes, lie. Sir. Yes, sir. Tickets yeah. on wells. But man, it is probably the most anticipated uh, movie in a really long time, man. December 17th, it is coming out. Um, there are a lot of theories, a lot of thoughts of what's gonna happen. But before we get into that, man, let's just talk about how Spider-Man began, man. 1962, Spider-Man debuted in the Amazing Fantasy Comics. Um, Stan Lee set up with this idea that he wanted to make another superhero after he had already put out Hulk in them. And he said, man, I'm gonna do the complete left field thing that everybody's doing at the time, being a young hero, because at the time everybody else was an adult. Yeah. A young hero was usually a sidekick guy. He was gonna be broke, and of all things, he was gonna be a spider. Nobody believed it was gonna work, but after they dropped that comic, the comic went crazy. Stupid. And in 1963, he got his own comic, The Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And all these years later, all these movies later, we are at this this great franchise here, man. What do you guys think about the franchise? Is this the best superhero franchise, and why do y'all think so? Absolutely. Greatest superhero franchise of all time. We gotta we gotta say by the numbers. The only other person that is rocking with Spider-Man is Batman, but realistically, in all of the categories, if we're talking video games, comic books, um, box Movies. office sales, mm-hmm. and animated series, Spider-Man is top 10. In three of those, he's actually top, in three of those, he's actually top five in three of those categories, which mm-hmm. is um, video games, comic book sales, and uh, animated series, because he has the most, I, th- yeah, I believe he has the second most animated series next to Batman, mm. and he is number three in comic sales, and the Spider-Man Marvel video game is the best-selling superhero video game of all time. So, and the great thing about it is too, Spider-Man's in the top 10 with box office, he's exactly, um, Far From Home is exactly number 10, yep. and Batman's not even top 10. None of the Batman movies aren't even top 10. So that's, that's crazy within itself. For, to be able to be yeah, able to take, so what is top 10, ten in my mind? There's number yeah. one in my so mind. So what is like top, top ten? 10 exactly. No, no, no. In box fitting, office, in box office sales. sales. Box yeah. office yeah, sales. In terms of superhero movies or just in, in, su- in terms of superhero movies. But I'm saying like what what ranked the like, like, oh, okay, so from top ten, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes ten, Spider Man Far From Home. I think number nine is Aquaman. Number seven is um number seven is Iron Man. I think it's Iron Man three. Three. Number six is um The Incredibles. Number four, no, four through one are just Avengers at that point. Yeah, it's, yeah, um, it's Avengers. It makes the, sense. Last, the last yeah. Batman movie that came out was in the early 2000s. Like all the new superhero movies, like I think superhero movies really um exploded in the 2010s. Like Iron Man and them mm-hmm. paved the way for 2010s for them to pop up. And I feel like Spider-Man overall, I feel like he's one of the best because I think he's probably one of the most creative um, Superheroes, like I think the idea of it and even his suit, it's just completely different. And I feel like Spider Man, even the coloring of Spider Man red and blue, I feel like Superman is so cliche and kind of like the ideal look you think of a superhero, like big diesel, the underwear over the fucking (laughs) one piece, (laughs) yeah. Like, and it's so like it's like you probably wouldn't like you. You probably it's he's cool, but you probably wouldn't want to wear that co- suit. Yeah, you'd rather like, cosplay Spider Man. Spider Man <laughs> is so like it's so agile, like it's so like he reminds me of like if I would compare him to like basketball, he reminds me of like an Allen Iverson type movement or like I feel uh, that. even Steph Curry, like what he brings to the. I feel like to me, if I compare him to uh, Impact, he's like a Steph Curry to me. Like he's not your ideal superhero, but he gets the job done just as efficient as your favorite superheroes and he makes it where you feel like you could be him like I'm skinny or I'm lanky or I'm the nerd in school like I ain't the most popular guy or I'm a teenager I'm insecure and a lot of people relate to that and you can still save the day and you grow I feel like we're growing with Peter Parker where Superman Batman you're a kid and you're watching these adults Mm. be heroes but you're not 
as a kid, it's not like you don't never feel like you're watching an adult grow up. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like when you see a teenager, like even if you're younger, yeah. you see a teenager, you still feel like you're seeing them growing up. Like I feel like when you were a kid, you feel like you seen Beyonce grow up, Usher grow up because they were teenagers when you were yeah. kids. But more dope people, you're not you're not like I seen this person grow up. And I feel like Spider Man, we feel like we're growing up with Peter Parker. And I think the different ad adaptations of Spider Man was just fire. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with that because I feel like mm-hmm. um, growing up when watching Spider Man, um, and after I read the, the comics, I see that you know one his powers are unlike nobody else's. You know, yeah. we're used to seeing superheroes fly, whether yeah. it's on a plane or whether they're flying themselves, but we never really seen them web sling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's nice. like the coolest yeah, thing about yeah. Spider Man. Like his it's powers swag. are so much different, and he's kind of going through what we're going through as kids, like. We like the pretty girl who was probably with the most popular guy, the best dressed guy, and he liked Mary Jane, who was probably with, was, was um, with the jocks and stuff like that. So we yeah. kind of relate with him in that way. And when you see him get superpowers and not all the time make the best decisions with him, it kind of reminds us of our everyday lives. It's like, yeah, we have the ability to uh, tackle the world how we want to, like be whatever we want to be. But sometimes throughout life, we don't really make those mistakes to um, kind of match up with our dreams at the time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Super- and Spider-Man is kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. especially like his um his story with, with Venom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like he, he has a whole alter ego when he has the new suit on and stuff. So that's why I feel like um Spider-Man is the best and most relatable Superhero on DC, although I really no, Marvel. Marvel. I mean, my point is Marvel. I was just about to bring up Batman. That's why. I oh, okay. DC. Yeah, yeah. I was just. Uh, it was a transition. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, that's all. Right, that's all. Okay. I know. Trust me. I know. Shout out to DC though. Yeah, facts. I was gonna say on Marvel because I do have a really close attraction with my boy Batman because you know, Batman. With Spider-Man is up there, and sometimes I like Batman over Spider-Man, but I do give it to you that Spider-Man is the best on Marvel. And then right next to him is Wolverine and the X-Men. So. Well, I, I think <laughs> I, 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 I got to say that, in. like, overall, Spider-Man is forced to put to be, like, number two or number one when it comes to heroes over because of the fact he set off two things that was very pivotal when it comes to, like, entertainment, which is a show that was dominant. Like mm-hmm. the Amazing Spider-Man, like that show, not in, like that set off in 1992, bro. That the animation, the story, the villains, everything was top tier, and that was one of the things that set the, uh, the like the playing field for like heroes to do like animated shows. Yeah. Then the main thing that right now everything si- survives off of, I feel like, is movies. Mm-hmm. And like X Men came out in 2000, but like that movie of Spider-Man one in 2002. Like that still like stands the test of time in terms of like one of the best Silvera movies of all time. Yeah. Even when it comes to sales, bro. Like yeah. the fact that like I mean X Men did what two hundred and like sixty three, while Spider Man one did like eight hundred and sixty two yeah, worldwide. Yeah, Spider Man one, bro. Don't, don't don't take shots at my. Yeah. I got, nah, I got nah, but it's, it's a book. It's a book. They both X Men set the stage. I know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but like, I just want to. X Men works, so Spider Man. Exactly. Like, I'm not saying. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I just. Oh yeah. I just don't. I don't agree. The X Men movies. X Men is hot. The X Men franchise continued um further on. I just think, and the thing is too, it's dope that we're talking about it because it's like some of my favorite X Men episodes was when um. Spider-Man would join and Spider-Man mm-hmm. was one of those characters as a kid that he was always the feature. Like to me, he was like a little worrying. Like he was always <laughs> the one. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna see him with the Fantastic Four, or you're gonna see him with the X-Men, or you're gonna see him with Iron Man. And it gives makes me ask you guys a question was like for me, I'm gonna ask you guys, like what was the first, what was your favorite introduction into Spider-Man? Cause like for me, the only reason why the movies were so fire for me was the 1994 Spider-Man on Fox. Like that was my mm-hmm. introduction mm-hmm. to Peter Parker. And I'm not gonna lie, that version of Peter Parker was quite different because he, I ain't gonna lie, he was a little stockier. Yeah. And he was a little smoother. And the thing why I liked um that Spider-Man series so much, it was so relatable to, it, it made me wanna grow up where it was like, yo, I can't wait to go to college. Oh, I can't wait to, uh. I wanted to get into media and um, journalism because when I watched Spider-Man and he, Peter Parker- With Jonah. With, with um, Jonah Jameson. Yeah. And he's going to the, to the day working for the news station. And I don't know, maybe it's Superman too, like 
a lot of regular jobs they had was that. So I always felt like he was so cool. And not only that, everyone always, um, Peter Parker's and Mary Jane is that storyline between y'all. That's the um, girl from home back. Like that's the, your sweetheart, the girl you want. Mm. But like in the typical guy's life, there's always at least three girls that play a role. And yeah, like you always got that one girl you feel like yo, she's always she's been the one you always wanted. But then there's another girl that comes around and where it's like maybe she could. Mm, the Gwen. And then there's just a wild <laughs> the Gwen one. Stacey. That's like one Stacy. Then there's a wild one that wants you. That's just to the extreme. And I feel like that's like the the black cat. The black, black cat. cat yeah. And like that that series was always so dope to me because it was like it was my first introduction to like a young, uh, leaving his parents. I'm leaving his his nest and then him having all these different girls juggling. His life and like he like that's probably was like I'm trying to be player like yeah, Spider Man. Like, yo, he was I never looked at Peter. I never looked at that version of Peter Parker where it's just him and one. I always seen him with three. Like it was always that yeah. one Stacy and then boom. He always had the what's her name again? Black Cat. Black Cat who was always aggressive on him. So it was, it was I I think I, I gotta agree with Robbie on that. One. My first introduction to Spider Man was the series on Fox. Shout out to Fox, by the way. Mm -hmm. They gave us a lot of great series. Yeah. Um, I think that even after that show, it kept me invested in other series because there's so many, like I had said, like second in most animated series from a superhero. I think third would probably be the X-Men. Um, I was, I started to indulge. Anytime there was a new Spider-Man series that dropped, I started to indulge. I remember the one that was on MTV that I believe came out in 2003. Oh, like um, that 3D animation. Yeah. Yo, that shit was um, I remember, um, and then even so, one of the best ones, if not, people will argue and say that this is the best animated Spider-Man series is Spectacular Spider-Man, which is from the same creator as Young Justice. And we all know how young, how good Young, young Justice, Justice is. Mm -hmm. So like, with with that storyline and then putting everything together in each every episode, it, it just made it. It just made me have a more appreciation of Spider Man. Maybe even want to learn more about the comic book. Wanted me to learn more about the comic books and learn more about his character and learn more about some of his encounters with some of the other Marvel characters. Like I ended up finding out later on in life that at one point Spider Man gets trained by Shang Chi. Like it's <laughs> it, like it's just it's just fire. It's just fire. Like what his impact has was able to do like and also for them to even be like all right we're gonna make spider-man so good we could even build off of peter parker and we could create another spider-man with miles morales and we could make him hot too you know what yeah. i'm saying mm -hmm. so like i just like i like the storyline i like how you're able to relate to him a kid that's just from new york who's just trying to make it who's still broke he's still one of the hottest superheroes who's still broke and even so like even though to us obviously to the general public He's the hottest superhero by the numbers, but like within the comic books, he's just looking up to heroes like Captain America, Iron Man, like the Avengers, and seeking advice from them to see how he could be how he could be better in the future. So I think that Spider Man has just become dope, and all the animated series so, have become dope. Yeah. Too. So what? Which one are you saying is your animated. favorite? My favorite, honestly, it's a it's, it's a it's a it's a cross up between Spectacular Spider Man and the first, but and the Spider Man in um, the nineteen ninety yeah. yeah, on Fox. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, see, I was I was introduced to the nineteen ninety four Spider Man through my through my brothers, but my brothers would only come through on the weekend because my my dad's kids. And um, every time my brothers would come over, they were much more into cartoons at the time than I was. So they would be playing like the X Men, they would be playing Spider Man, and we'd be arguing about what we gonna so put you're, on. So you like you're a movie, you like one of the movie fans. I was about to say, I was yeah, about to say, like my biggest fans. thing was like when I watched Spider Man one. one. <laughs> I was big on it when I started watching Spider Man one. That introduced me to one. I always say, even when we all watch the movies, like. Toby Maguire is my favorite Spider-Man that, that we watch. That watched. makes a lot of, like, you see, I like the podcast because, like, we get to actually, like, talk and, like, understand <laughs> each other. Because I never understood why he liked the Toby Maguire. Now it makes more sense to me. Yeah. Like, that was, not, nah, and he makes sense because Evan likes movies. Yeah. And that was, so, like, maybe that's why the movies is a, was a good outlet to explore Spider-Man because certain people, enjoy movies more than cartoons like yeah and i feel like it, that broadened you caught fans like evan so maybe that's a yeah dope. Like, probably, it, like and then that like funneled me to like that first spider-man game on gamecube like that funneled me Fire. to that which was <laughs> oh, like i can sit there and just fly around new york for 62 hours like Web sling around. Web sling. You're talking about, you're talking about <laughs> ultimate. You're talking about ultimate spider-man yeah i love that game that game but, is fire that game, did you, do you feel like 
that little introduction you got with your brothers made you more interested in the movie or did the movie just when it came out just seeing that visually attracted you or did the preview of it help i think the preview of it helped because i was already intrigued by like i already like the costume of spider-man i do think spider-man has one of the flyest costumes like him and batman to me probably have like the two flyest outfits when it comes to when they're actually um being heroes but mm-hmm. um yeah it definitely drove me there and then i like toby mcguire like you guys said i think he's by far the most relatable he wasn't the strongest kid like he wasn't he wasn't all that until he became Spider-Man. And even like when he first got his powers, how he used his powers at first. I'm gonna just go to this fake wrestling spot. I'm gonna get money and I'm gonna I'm I'm use my powers and finesse. Then it was like with great power comes great responsibility after he loses Uncle Ben. And then now you be start becoming the actual Spider-Man and you see kind of where his story goes and him being this broke kid, still being a superhero, but still having to deliver pizza because I still got to make money to bring to Aunt May. And that whole thing was really dope to me watching that storyline. And honestly, he definitely got the best villains. So that that's another thing that yeah, Joe's was my favorite. Which one is your my favorite? My favorite villain? No, no, no. Your favorite. Like, because I said Fox is my favorite introduction to Spider Man. He said between Fox, I mean. Spectacular Spider Man. Well, I'll say Fox my favorite introduction was Spider Man 1, but that's not my favorite Spider Man. Like, that was my introduction yeah, to Spider Man. But if you're yeah. talking about my favorite Spider Man. No, no. Movie, what's your favorite, like, introduction? Yeah, my favorite introduction was definitely because I got more out of it was Spider-Man 1 because I wasn't watching as much of the cartoons. I would see it on the weekends once in a while, but I wasn't watching it religiously myself. Wait, so what's your favorite Spider-Man movie? We'll get to we'll that later. That. Yeah, 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 we'll get to that a little I'm, bit. I'm curious. Favorite introduction. <laughs> yeah, my favorite introduction was definitely the, the cartoons in 94 Fox. I feel like as a kid, I was always into that kind of stuff. So like you, Robbie, like I was into the Obviously, the X-Men series, mm-hmm. you know, the Spider-Man series and any crossovers they had. I even used to watch the Hulk and Fantastic Four animated series. You know what I'm saying? Fantastic Four was lit. Fantastic Four was lit. Even the newer one that they made down the stretch. Fantastic Four was lit. Nah, those are good, bro. Fantastic Four is a sleeper, and I think they're going to bring that back. But that's the topic for another another day. Yeah, another day. But those are definitely my... My favorite introduction to the Spider-Man series because that's what put me on, and that's why I really rock with the movies that came after. The reason why I watched those movies, the Tobey Maguire movies, was because I was already in love with Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love how they kind of stayed true to some of the villains of the series, like Green Goblin and Doctor Octopus. Mm-hmm. And we won't talk about movie number three. That shit, terrible, terrible. How about her like name? with me? I got put on through the series, but I wasn't like when I wasn't like y'all. I was religiously watching it all the time. Yeah. I was a nigga. I was watching like every show here and there. Mm. Then like the first movie, that's when I fell in love. But I'll be a bug with you. One of the moments that I enjoyed the most, like I can say, one of the most fulfilling, is his reintroduction to like going to the reboot of Tom Holland. Because like when he popped up in Civil War. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite like hero movies of all time. So like I feel like I was so impressed and the fans are so impressed. I mean, that's why they even continue on with, with Tom Holland. With that, the way that he debuted it in there, the way he was kicking niggas' asses for the first time. And it's like this is the first time we're seeing them live action with this uh with this Marvel universe of him integrated with the Avengers. So it's like that reintroduction was one of my favorite moments. And it's like an yeah. adult of me digesting Spider-Man. Just one thing to let everybody out there know where it happened first. Fox, Spider-Man, we had that already. We had Captain America. I seen all that in that animation series. Everything you see in the Marvel Universe, they got it from that series. Put respect on the best port of Spider-Man, Fox, Spider-Man. Yo, because. I- it happened in comic books that, first. That, that, I, that, 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 you wasn't reading. You wasn't right. reading the Manic, nah, Amazing Fantasy dropped, Fifteen. But, yeah, you wasn't there. You said you didn't see, see it coming. That scene that you brought up was fire because I seen it in that Fox moment and like you. that. That that's the episode that that movie captured you and that mm-hmm. episode captured me. Mm-hmm. So that moment mm-hmm. of just seeing Spider Man interact with a group of heroes. I don't know what it is, but it's just. Like you're seeing the Beatles, or you're seeing like the Kings of Comedy. You're just all you're seeing an all star team just assemble. Yeah, that was fire. Yeah, it's like you see the hottest, the hottest superhero of all time, like in any, in any superhero publication, the hottest superhero of all time show up in the hottest movie series of all time, the hottest 
because the, the Avengers they killed they killed the box office. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They were the hottest thing in the box office, and then you get to see Spider Man, the guy who is about to be who is about to be what the Avengers is in the box. That's office. That's what right Drake now. stepping into yeah. the door right there, yo. <laughs> So question for y'all. Um, one of the reasons, like I said, when I was speaking is like, I think he has some of the best villains. I mean, we got like Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Mephisto, Electro, Kingpin, just to name a few because there's so many. Venom, Carnage. We yeah. go on forever with Spider-Man villains. Who is y'all favorite villain in the Spider-Man universe? It's a tough one. Um, I, I was going to say, I, I feel like um, between Venom and Green Goblin, I feel like in comics, like after I really learned about um, Spider-Man and the cartoons, I read some of the comics. I love how like Green Goblin actually got one on, like he beat Spider-Man to me um, when he when he killed Gwen Stacy. You know what yep. I'm saying? So like I feel like to me, like that's like the ultimate villain thing to do is like you actually beat the superhero. By killing the love of his life, he didn't say. Well, technically, he technically didn't kill. Technically, Spider-Man killed Gwen Stacy. Yeah, but but he put him in the Green Goblin. He put him in the Green Goblin. He threw off the bridge and he had to go save him. That was the best scene of that movie, by the way. That was the saving grace of that movie. I didn't like that movie, but that was the saving grace of that movie. But that's but that really happened. But that also really happened. It happened in the comics. No, it did. But in the comics, it happened different. Because in the movie. He went to go save her, and her head hit the floor. Nah, and that's how she died. Yeah. Nah, in the, in the movie. movie, in the movie, and in the comics, literally, he went to go snap. save her, and the in, the impact was so when like, he pulled her that head. Her it, neck, it was so neck. it was so crazy when he pulled her. Her neck set back. No, no, like, that's I what happened in the comics. Nah, nah, nah. I, I, didn't hit the, I, I did too. I did too. I her promise you. Her head hit the floor. Her head didn't hit the floor. Y'all know her head hit the floor, bro. That's the one thing. Her head snapped. Her head. It was supposed to snap, and that's why I was supposed to be messed up. Because nah. if her head snapped, it was like Spider-Man killed her. Nah. And now he feels he but got like, yo, her, her head hit the floor. No, no, her head didn't hit the floor. Did, he got her movie, before. Bro. He got her before she hit the floor and her head snapped back. It even shows in the scene her head cocking back. And hitting the floor. No, it didn't hit the floor. <laughs> no, she I'm didn't hit the floor. Yo, you want me to tell you why she didn't hit the floor? Because he caught her with her web before she hit the floor. Go back to that scene. I'm telling yesterday. you right now. I did too, sir. Right, whatever, like, yo. go back to that scene. Y'all know what y'all see, but continue. I know what I see. talking. When y'all could just look it up. I'm literally doing that yeah, right nah, now. Yeah, nah, that's all. Just watch it. Yeah, I'm literally watching. Yeah. Just say the Twin Six hit the floor. But yeah, but um, for me, I think my favorite uh, villain is Venom, and I'm like, I, if you guys know me, I, I'm really big on my characters with fashion sense. Like Spider Man, like, like I said, his outfit is the illest. I think he's probably the best superhero, is because he got the best outfit. And Venom to me is probably the coolest looking villain, and I feel like. Having like that alter ego, like it's like that alter ego, like it's like a better version of like Superman with Bizarro. Like I always mm -hmm. wanted like the villain to maybe even look cooler. And then Venom sometimes, yeah. some people would be like, yo, honestly, Venom's outfit, when Spider-Man wears it, to me, sometimes it's one of his best outfits. No, yeah. I agree. And I even think, what was the, um, was that Spider-Man Ultimate, the... Ultimate, which, wait, what are you talking which about? One? The, um... The Iron Spider? Are no, you talking no, about right. a suit? The, like the new, the new, um, the new Spider Man. It was like Spider Man in the Future. Oh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh Spider Man Unlimited. That's what you're talking about. The the series, right? Yeah, it's like damn. Um, if you're talking about the, this only Spider Man, one. but he got like a the, net. Uh, it's Spider Man Unlimited. It's Spider Man Unlimited. You're talking about it's like Spider Man in the future, right? Yeah. It's either twenty ninety nine or unlimited. It's either twenty ninety nine yeah. or unlimited, and it has to be unlimited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like a like right uh, here, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah let me oh no, he has like a cape, right? Here. Yeah, he That's has like a cape. No, I don't know. This. Like underneath his, like in the back, like the only Spider Man I could think that you're thinking about is Spider Man Unlimited. But besides, from the series, yeah, yeah, but besides, so oh yeah, no, to to confirm, Evan's right here. Her head definitely. Nah, I didn't. Come on, man. Come on, man. Send it to me. Nah, nah, send it to me. Send it to me. Send it to me. Send it to me. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yo, put it this way. Right, you know what it did? Because you literally hear the thud. It's like, he goes to save her, and it's like, ka-doom. And then he's like, yeah. And he drags her up. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Her neck was going to snap back regardless, but that's the one thing that was different from the comics than the movie. Yeah. was like, in the comics, like, he feels like, Damn, if I if I didn't just save her with this web, I might have been able to save her. I didn't save her correctly. In the movie, it was like I had no chance to save her. I was too late type shit. So it was like it was like a different thing. Like, damn, I gotta get I gotta become a better Spider-Man. Because yep. I can't even save somebody correctly. I just snapped this girl's neck trying to save her. In the movie, it was like the impact is different. The impact is gonna smash her. So it was like 
Damn. It was I more so they didn't want to blame Spider Man. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think like in the comics it was more so like they that can, was they a big go that role. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that was a big thing for him. Oh, um, my favorite villain is Doc Ock, by the way. I, I, really, I, I, yeah, I, I can, really I love Doc that. Ock. Like, even like the dichotomy, dichotomy of like Peter, Peter Parker low-key, high-key idolized Doc Ock, bro. Octavius basically was a dude. Before shit hit the fan, he had a family. He was successful off of like his intelligence. And he was able to basically kind of like develop his dream of what he was trying to do, mm-hmm. like of that energy conservation molecular thing that he was yeah, creating yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> molecular. Yeah, but that's the word of the day today. Uh. Molecular. We made that molecular. up. But like that, the whole thing of his technicals and his original like suit was fire. Like the green and yellow, that was fire. And even the way they had adapted it in the movie where he had like the trench coat on was lit. But I like that, like their parallel and just him was, that's like the the, the hero that could have been. Like for me, that's why I always see Doc Octa as like, he could have one right turn. He could have been a hero, but then he just went left. I, I have a very, I have a great appreciation for your pick. He's not mine, but like I could mm. understand why you would say Doc Ock. Doc mm. Ock has a big impact on Spider Man in general, and like he always does his thing. And every, even with the Sinister Six, like I like what they did with the Sinister Six and Doc Ock and him being a genius. I like, I like smart supervillains because they could always have a one up on you, even if they don't have crazy power. So I could respect. I could respect you saying that. And it's funny that you say that um you you wish that he like was a good guy. It's on the newer comics, um he actually becomes Peter Parker and takes the mantle of Spider Man. But um Yeah, I would so- definitely say that's my favorite one too. Like Doc Ock's easily easily my favorite. You fa- look like you like Doc Ock. Yo, but you gotta think about it. Like to me, what was dope about Doc Ock is like he was just like he was like Pete, like Peter Parker's to me. He was different from what I thought of villain. Like yo, he didn't fly. He has these tentacles. Like the way he moves around is so fire. He's like, as creative scene. as Spider Man. Yeah, and then it's also like he at the end of the movie we know what happens. Like yo, he turns and he like makes the ultimate sacrifice for like damn. You're right. I did fuck up. My wife died and I kind of went. I kind of went the other way. Yeah. And he actually realized that at the end. But like every scene in that Spider Man bro that Doc Ock is in bro is crazy. From the subway scene to like mm-hmm. when he got Aunt May, drops Aunt May, Spider-Man got to do his thing. And then like, I don't know, everything looks much cooler as him. And he's not even like a, like he's not like a Bane, like a big diesel. Like, ah, nah, this is like a regular middle-aged <laughs> man with tentacles. He's just like bugging out in the middle of, of, of uh, fucking New York. Yeah. So I thought it was super dope because he wasn't what I was used to seeing. And he got around different from every other villain versus like the Electro and shit like that. Like. He didn't have a lot. He just had these tentacles and they were super strong. And yo, I got my, I'm a smart ass dude who made this molecular combine that powers my tentacle. It was just a dope story. Um, Shout out Alfred Molina too, because he killed that. First of all, I want to start off by saying that Spider-Man has the most swagged out villains of all time. Mm. Like in any super villains, like in terms of just like demeanor, Mm. I think I like Spider-Man villains the most. But it was tough for me to pick this one because, so it's a three-way tie for me. And it's between it's between Venom. You gotta take a shot, man. Greenway. Nah, Green. <laughs> it's Green. Um, Green Goblin, Venom, and actually, the Kingpin. And Kingpin. like, I like I like Venom because obviously, to Robbie's point about fashion, right? Like, one, the fact that the, when the Venom symbiote takes over Spider Man, I thought that was one of his dopest suits too. Mm-hmm. And like, it also changes personality, like his demeanor and how he went about doing things, right? Which plays a part into the villain. Which plays a part into the villain Venom. Venom as a villain is crazy. He's demonic. He's a tough person. He's a tough person to beat. As is and so and his impact and that symbiote has such an impact on Spider-Man in general. Um, like with the King in Black series, where it explains where the symbiote came from and the king of that symbiote planet comes down and pretty much fights everybody in Marvel. Um, with him even becoming with Venom, even Eddie Brock becoming good, but then the symbiote end up going to Flash Gordon and he be, ends up becoming a superhero called um Agent Venom, right? Where he has like the Venom symbiote with the guns and all these weapons and whatnot. So I think like he's had such a great impact on the 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 culture of Spider-Man throughout the years. And Green Goblin, like Green with Green Goblin defeating Spider-Man or getting him to kill um Ken ugh, Gwen Stacy and just his swagger. I like Green out. I, I like the Green Goblin fit, especially the one in the nineties series like i like the introduction to green goblin and i just like how he's just straight up evil and he just doesn't care 
And his best friend's dad. Yeah, and his <laughs> best friend's dad. That's even more yeah, crazy. Is crazy. And then the Kingpin, the reason why I like the Kingpin is because the Kingpin is one of those villains that are really almost untouchable. Like, yo, he owns uh, he owns a building in the middle of the city. <laughs> like, he owns New York. He owns New York. He runs New York. It kind of reminds me, without the, without the genius, sometimes the Kingpin kind of reminds me of Lex Luthor, and I really like Lex Luthor, because he finds different ways. Lex Luthor finds different ways to defeat Superman, even though he doesn't have superpowers. The only difference is the Kingpin has gone, could go head up with Spider-Man. And we've seen him in the 90s series and in other comic book series beat Spider-Man's ass yeah. plenty of times <laughs> and still be untouchable and be like, yo, you're trying to stop me, but guess what? You can't because who's bringing me to jail? Like, and we all thought he was just all fat. And then in, that, in the yeah. Spider-Man series, he's like, yo... He's squeezing Spider-Man. He's like, y'all, I'm 98% muscle, 2% fat. Yeah, <laughs> like, First of all, there's no way, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually kind of crazy, yeah. yeah. And it's like, uh, Spider-Man series, that's another thing. It introduced us to probably the best set of villains. Us, him and Batman have the best set of villains. And that's I feel like um, even like the anti-heroes, like I got introduced to, well, you know, Carnage is a villain. Venom. Even um, Blade. Yeah, got babe. introduced to me through um Spider Man. Oh, for real? But I feel yeah, like the whole fire. Marvel series introduced me to to the whole Spider Man introduced me to the whole Marvel series. But I think best villains ha might have to go to Spider Man. I got yeah. all of them on my shirt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Overall, go to Patreon over. if you want to see the shirt. Overall, <laughs> I do got to say that. And two of his villains, one of his villains already has a movie, and another one of his villains is up is coming out with a movie. They're coming out with a movie with Morbius two of them. and Craven. Oh, and Craven! Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, Craven! Shout out to Craven, yo. Yeah. yeah so, who do you guys think is the worst villain in Spider-Man? Sandman. Yeah, that's honestly the Sandman. first person that came to my it's, mind. It's Sandman. Up. It's messed up because I only say that because of how <laughs> dirty they did his character. Well, they did every villain dirty in Spider-Man Three, but they did him the dirtiest. Like What's he had this? just like no, just what? nothing. He no just had no. Is Scorpion, what's the guy's name? Nah. Scorpion. I thought or Scorpion Lizard. was lit though. I like Scorpion because yeah. the video game. I remember. He was, he, I think he's one of the first bosses in the yeah. early video nah, games. I, I like liked him. him, but yeah, I don't like Vulture. I don't like. Uh, oh my god! I hate Vulture. <laughs> oh my god! I hate Vulture. I hate Vulture. Vulture is so trash. I just feel like I just feel like it's like I feel like Sandman is like chicken with no seasoning. <laughs> what like could have been good, but all they needed was some extra uh, sauce. Like he has no. <laughs> he needed a little bit of a. He dose. Just, he has, he's that Sandman would have been that. It's just like right he's there. just bland. Like I don't know. Like his his fit is whack. Like mm -hmm. like a green shirt with stripes and then yellow and then khakis. It's like what? <laughs> like in a in a universe in a world where all these villains have some type of swag. You give a Sandman? His personality, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Like everything <laughs> about him is like yeah. it was trash. Yeah, like, at real talk, like he doesn't like you don't want to be Sandman and shit like that. The the power is pretty cool, but other than that, it's like his personality is trash. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not appealing. I'd rather be Vulture than Sandman and shit. Vulture's whack too. Like, but I'd rather be him. Than, nah, I'd rather Sandman. be Vulture than Sandman. But. Yeah, your point. terrible. With machines, like he's just like um, Green Goblin, but it now it's really on his wings this time. Hey, you know what I'm saying? He made it happen. Oh no. <laughs> so we basically all just gonna agree that Sandman and Vulture. Yeah, Sandman is the is the worst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Sandman, we gonna say that's the worst one. Now, um, the Spider Man series, man. Since so one, I mean, we had Spider Man one, two, three. Then we had uh, the Amazing Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man two with uh, Andrew Garfield, the first three with Tobey Maguire. Then Tom Holland with Homecoming and Far Away From Home. Yep. Out of those movies, which ones are your favorite? Why? And who do you think played the best Spider-Man? Wow. Million dollar question of the day, huh? That's a loaded question I right there. I don't like I don't. <laughs> Tom Holland as Peter Parker. What? Oh, but I do like him as Spider-Man. Okay. You know okay, I can like, get, okay, I kind of I kind of get that. Yeah. So when he's not Spider Man, he's just regular Peter Parker. You're saying you don't yeah, like it's his... just like I feel like it's real childish sometimes. It's like he's he almost acts like Spider Man all the time to me, it's, and mm. I feel like there's a difference between Peter Parker and Spider Man. You know, and yeah. I feel like Tom Holland is a goofball the entire time, mm -hmm. and I think that's more of like a what they're doing with like being part of the MCU, like appealing to a larger audience. Like he's a goofball type shit, but. I feel like um, I like Tobey Maguire. 
for Peter Parker and I like Tom Holland Spider Man. Okay. Interesting. I could I could I could see why you don't like Tom Holland as Peter Parker because you're right. He is a goofball all the time. And the only thing that the MCU the MCU doesn't play on the fact that he works at like the Daily Bugle or anything. Um but like at the end of the day, they're just trying to I feel like they were just trying to make it more relatable to like younger people because at the end of the day he's still a kid. Like he's a teenager, yeah, right? Yeah. Like he's still gonna act he's still gonna act goofy and whatnot. I really like Tom Holland as Spider Man. I think he's actually my favorite Spider-Man because of his wittiness, like, yeah. and because of like his his demeanor. Like when he came into Civil War, I loved I loved this his fight scenes in Civil War because everything that he was doing, I'm like, this is something that Spider-Man would do. Like when he caught when he caught Winter Soldier's arm, and then he's like, "You have a metal arm, awesome!" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, like, yeah. and then like when he's explaining. And then, like, when they're taking down Ant-Man and he's pretty much trying to explain how to take down Ant-Man, right? And they're thinking that he's being stupid. And then um, War Machine is like, wait, no, he actually might be onto something right now. And then he goes, he puts the webs around his legs and then they tip him over, right? Like, everything that he does, the way he, the way he carries himself as Spider-Man is just, just reminds me of, like, Spider-Man. Not even just the Spider-Man from the 90s, but the Spider-Man from the other animated series, too. Like, because he has that, he has that goofy fun demeanor but at the end of the day he still gets the job done and for my favorite movie that one's kind of tough because spider-man one because spider-man one is legendary mm-hmm. spider-man two is great legendary. and spider-man far from home is fun to me it's phenomenal that's great is phenomenal like for that sure. that is phenomenal um everything else yeah it's there. Man, y'all tripping, yo. <laughs> Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man, period. Yo, there ain't no conversation. I feel like when it comes to him, he gave me, like, the the like the like real connection of, like, understanding his character. I feel like we haven't got that real introspective, like, I'm really into the character with Tom Holland yet. It's more like the action scenes, the goofy scenes. That's why we're like, oh, yeah, I like him. Goofy Spider-Man. But it's like with Tobey Maguire, like, Spider-Man 2, by the way, is my favorite because I feel like that's when we really dive into his character because that's when he lost his powers because of the fact that he was struggling with the idea of him actually choosing to be Spider-Man rather than, like, the forced responsibility of being Spider-Man. Exactly. You feel me? So it's like the combination of that, Doc Ock being like the illest villain and I feel like developing one of the best scenes in Spider-Man history, which was a train scene. Like that is one of the illest shit. He's pulling the train and his mask coming off, the people seeing it, seeing his face, but then give him gives him his mask back. Like, yo, my nigga, we're not even gonna do you dirty like that. Mm-hmm. No real shit. We were like, we know what you just did right there. So the last thing we want to do is like take away your identity and let it be out known to the world and mm-hmm. shit. So like there was so much things that I feel like we got out of that that we haven't got from Tom Holland yet. Like he hasn't developed into that like that performance. That I'm like, damn, I feel like crying, or I feel mm-hmm. like I relate as possible to him and shit. So I was going, I'll give Spider Man too, and Tobey Maguire as being the best Spider Man. Yeah, I w- it's funny because now that now that they said that, I could agree that as simple as just Spider Man, Tom Holland's better, and as Peter Parker, Toby's better, but as a package deal, Toby's better. To me personally, um, I'm gonna agree that Spider-Man Two is by far my favorite Spider-Man movie as well for many of the same reasons you said. This is where we really get to learn Spider-Man, and Spider-Man kind of learns himself. Like mm-hmm. he he came into his own in that movie, um, and definitely like we already said, my favorite villain too. So it all it all worked hand in hand in that movie. Um, I think Tom Holland was lucky in his Spider-Man though, because Tom Holland actually has like an arc where like he's learning Spider-Man. That, I feel like that's why we haven't talked about Andrew Garfield a lot because mm-hmm. like. He was just thrown into Spider-Man. Like, there was no learning curve. It was like, I'm just going. Like, and I didn't really like his Spider-Man for the most part um, from watching The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I also thought that those weren't the best stories, like, that we got to see from those. Other than kind of the Gwen Stacy thing, like, where him being with Stacey, Gwen Stacy relationship. Mm-hmm. I actually really like Gwen Stacy. And sometimes I go back and forth between Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy, who I like better, I can't lie. Because um, what was it? Emma Watson played... Um, played uh, Mary Jane. I can't remember who the girl was that played, uh, or was it the opposite? I don't know. The actress that played um, that played uh, Gwen Stacy, though, I liked her a lot better in, she, that, in her role. To be you're talking about in The Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay. I can't remember her name. She's a short, she's shorty from Superbad. I forgot her name, too. Damn. Yeah. I might Emma be Stone. Right. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, Emma yeah Stone. I always say one word and then change the last name. I but love yeah. Emma Stone, yeah. Her, I really liked her playing Gwen Stacy, so that was like my um, saving grace of those movies. 
But um, if I had to pick, I would definitely say Peter Park. My favorite uh, Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire. Peter Parker, Peppers. I think uh, for me, it's opposite. I think the best Peter Parker is um, Tom Holland. I actually like how he plays Peter Parker. I feel like Tobey Maguire was too, like, a simp. And I felt like um, the Andrew dude was too, like, moody. Like, he was angry. He was like an angry yeah. Peter. <laughs> Wait, this one was the most, like, happy and jolly, like, Peter that doesn't take life too serious. And then I think the best Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. I felt like Tom Holland's Spider-Man is too childish to me. I feel like Spider-Man... Like even like the scene you talk about with the, with the um I think when you said the scene where um he comes into Avengers and he's like oh you got an iron arm I'm like in Fox Spider Man he would have never said nothing like that <laughs> so that's why I'm like with me it always threw me off the way he act like he like he's mad childish as Spider Man where at Tobey Maguire I feel like he was he was a the cool like he wasn't a simp he was just a cool dude yeah when he was playing um Spider Man I loved the way he portrayed Spider-Man because he was mad funny and he was roasting, but he was still grown with it. Where Thanks. Tom Holland, I feel like as Peter Parker, he he makes you, like you connect to Peter Parker. I feel like, I feel like, Pete, I don't feel sad, I don't feel bad for him. Where the other two make, kind of make you feel bad for him. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Like in Spider-Man 2, the nigga lost everything. Yeah. He lost mm-hmm. his girl. Then you about to get evicted. Yeah, like everything. But that's kind of Peter Parker's story, though. Yeah. Nobody yeah. Knows. Yeah. Nah, sure, but... is, but I feel like if Tom Holland loses them, it's not going to be like that. Yeah, like, like he's not going to yeah. be like. I, but Tom I think Holland, it's because... even Aunt May look good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real different. different. And like, even so. And even so, with the newer comic. It's real different. And even so, with like the newer comics with Spider Man. And the newer series with Spider-Man, they're pitching him as more of that character of the goofiness. And it's just, it's different all around. Like, it's not the Spider-Man that we grew up with. Like, even with new series, with new, even like, even the new series that's out right now on Disney. Um, I'm not sure if it's still going on, but even with that series, it's not the same Spider-Man that we're used to. Mm -hmm. When they did, um, when he did Spider-Man, the Web Warriors series, the first one that was on Disney, like, it wasn't that same, it wasn't that same Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a different aspect. He was still goofy and he was still like, but he still got the job done. Yeah, but I, I feel like um like for me, I think the new like I think the new movie coming out that should be out this week uh is going to be my favorite and I yeah. think because he's going to be my favorite Spider-Man cuz I think he's grown now. Like I think the first two movies he was young, like you were growing up with him even the second, but I feel like this third movie is supposed to showcase him actually being more serious. Like, I feel like the tone of this movie is going to be way more serious where it's going to be like, yo, damn, I really, like, I, this movie is really, you're, you're the next, you're the next uh, LeBron James of the league. You're the next Michael Jordan. Like, you're the next franchise of the MCU. And even in the actual movie, he's literally the next hero that has to literally take over for Iron Man. I feel like this is the movie that he's going to, be in full charge and I think this is going to be my favorite movie. I fully agree. He even said, it's funny, Tom Holland even said it himself that this this movie is going to be really, really dark compared to the other ones too. So I definitely agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, question for you, Jerry. Before you do this because you a cop-out king right now, so you just ain't going to pick a favorite movie? You just going to say all three of them again? um, um, Because you like to do that. My boy said three villains. You can't pick one for nothing, huh? It's really tough because I really like Far From Home, but Spider Man One is like I like Far question. From Home better. Okay, so Far From Home. Okay. Yeah. I just want to know, I'm like Jerry didn't answer not one question today. But, um, no, I did. I answered the villain question. I just picked three. Um, exactly. Yeah, so you you pulled a French Montana. Well, no, it was a three way. It's a three way. It's a three way. It's a three way tie. But hey, those villains aren't all the villains in Spider Man. So I mean, it's not all them in my closet. That's not the. Huh? because nah, the example that I tried to you know where I was going, Jerry. But um. But yeah, he even said that this movie is going to be the darkest one. So yeah, I agree with Robbie. I think this is going to be the best one. And he's going to, he is going to break records with this movie because these ticket sales are already breaking. But ain't this going to be like the, the last three yeah, we got good of this series? You said what? Ain't this movie going to be like the the final movie in the series? Of the trilogy? No, yeah, I don't think so. They were, they were saying that it might possibly be Tom Holland's last, but I'm not 100%. Yeah. Nah, he said Tom he's Holland's gonna... like, yo, I'll, I'll be... 
I'll see myself as a failure if I'm still playing Spider Man at age 30 and shit like that. No. So, like, what? He didn't say, he didn't say, what? He said that. Robbie <laughs> said he's shit fit. 30 no, playing that, the most successful. He shouldn't play. He shouldn't play. What? No. I would want to play that movie for, like, that's a, a character where you could really, like, break records. Hell like, 10, yeah. 15 great movies of Spider Man, like, Nigga, what? Bro, and if you watch, watch Spider Man <laughs> yeah. 1, yo, none of them kids look like they was in high school, bro. I don't know if you remember any of the high school scenes. Oh, yeah, I remember. 35 year olds beating up Spider Man. I, so I think Tom <laughs> Holland. I was like, said, hey, yo. I think they signed on Tom. I'm pretty sure they signed on Tom Holland for more Spider Man movies, though. So I don't think this is the last one. Because MC that was the last one. Like, that'd be crazy. That would be like a waste of money. Like, we put all this money in you, and then you out. Who's going to yeah. take that? Like, if they. And he's already integrated to the, the multiverse. It's like, yeah. how do you do that? Like, they're about to go knees deep That's into this like, whole shit right now. he died. And then they bring oh. him out. You know what's crazy? They Damn. actually might be able to go with that storyline if they do introduce Miles Morales into, this, into the, the universe. Like, uh, and I have a theory on the next movie. I have a theory. That I want to hear the theory. <laughs> well, I don't know if we're there yet. I was, I was about okay. to say, man, we're, we're about to be there right now, man. So this Friday, the movie's coming out, man. There's been a lot of theories, man. A lot of characters we already know is going to be in it. Doc Ock, Green Goblin, yep. uh, Sandman, uh, Electro. Let's um, go. They're saying possibly Daredevil, mm -hmm. uh, possibly Tom Holland. Pos I mean, um, definitely Tom Holland. Maybe uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Man, Kingpin's pulling up. Just know, bro. Huh? Kingpin's pulling up. He's Maybe? the last of the fucking Kingpin might six. be actually pulling up in... Um, and thing, Hawkeye. And, and Hawkeye, they're they're yeah. Up, they, said, they said he might be pulling up in Hawkeye. So, so what do you guys think? Since we you've kind of started right there, but like, what do you guys think we're going to get from this Spider-Man? They kind of gave us a little bit of storyline already. Mephisto's um, already given out his identity. Spider-Man's trying to figure out how to get his identity uh, concealed again. He goes to Doctor Strange, and this is kind of when we enter the multiverse. You said Bro. Mephisto? Giving out his, give it, giving Gave out, out Spider-Man's identity. It wasn't Myth Mysterio? Mysterio. Mysterio. <laughs> wow. I know what you meant. I was like, oh, yeah. shit, they announced Mephisto in this movie? Yeah, I didn't even know. Like, I was excited for a second. Nah, but honestly, bro, like... You know how I was talking about with Spider-Man 2, how I got a really compelling like storyline from him? The way you was talking about that, it's like, considering how they set the playing field, like, Spider-Man's at the verge of losing everything. So I think that's why, like, we're going to get the most, like, like, tone, like, dark tone, compelling story from Tom Holland. So I think just even performance-wise, we're going to get a lot from his character. But then, you know, we got the boy, the best hero of all time, Doctor Strange in here. So it's Chill like... Nah, I mean, his integration... <laughs> automatically makes the movie crazy because it sets the playing field for the multiverse. It sets the playing field for all the sure. villains to even be reintroduced into this right here. So it's like, Doctor Strange being a part of this movie opens the playing field and makes me feel like I'm about to, makes me see, feel like I'm about to see Doctor Strange 2 or Exception, Exception 2. Yeah, with, it's crazy because whether Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield are in this movie or not, because they've been coming out and saying we're not in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I've heard Jerry mm -hmm. talk about this. Like, uh -huh. yeah. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I was going to... I was going to... First of all, first of all, that's not even the point I was going to get to. So listen. All right. Um, what I think is going to happen is we saw in the trailer, if you look in the trailer, like in the corner where it shows Lizard and Sandman and Electro all attacking, going head up against Spider-Man, it shows in the corner... Lizard looks like he's possibly, he possibly got punched in the face because he's going forward yeah. and then his head cocks back, right? And then he all of a sudden flies backward, right? Which we know that in Marvel trailers, they don't pretty much tell you everything within the trailer. Like, for example, Avengers, we didn't know that Thor was going to be fat, yeah. right? Because in the trailer, they showed him as regular Thor. Um, I think that because it's a multiverse, what they might do is they might introduce Miles Morales because... In the original, because as we know, in even in seeing into the Spider Verse, Miles Morales is from a whole different universe from the Peter Parker that we know, and his Peter Parker ends died. up dying, right? Mm -hmm. And so because and so he's from he's from that multiverse. So maybe the person that's punching him is probably Miles Morales, right? And then maybe I don't know if this is gonna tie in because I don't think this is tied in into any of the oh, multiverse stories. Invisible too. Huh? And Miles oh. could be invisible. Oh my yeah. God. That's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Make a lot um, sense. wow. And wow. possibly that too. Down, wow. Possibly that was wow. Wow. And it possibly too. Because, because, because wow, of the end. Because of the yeah. end of. Because of the end of Venom. The last Venom movie. Venom might be in this movie too. Who knows? No, he definitely is going to be. 
Yeah, who knows? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking because that the way that movie ended, usually when they have endings like that, they usually go into the that character usually goes into the next, the next movie, yeah. movie that's coming out, especially because of Spider-Man. So I'm really, I'm really just excited to see what is gonna happen. And we might even see like other Spider-Mans, like we might like Scarlet Spider, maybe Spider-Man 2099, probably not, but like I don't We're know. definitely yeah. gonna see him in across the spider man. Yeah, like he's already he's already set himself out. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're gonna see the Fantastic Four. I think so too. At the, I think like Some, the secret uh, ending, because they don't want to buy a uh, Stark Tower, no. And they're gonna bring up the Fantastic Four Tower or whatever. Yeah, it's like oh, a big ass so four. Lit. I think there'll be some shit like that. Yeah, and I think they're like the new home of the new heroes, not the Avengers, but like yeah, I got what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? That that'd be cool. Because then they say that they're introducing like a new like a team. Was it a team or just like a, a known Marvel superhero? X Men show. Yeah, up. Nah, <laughs> yo. That'd be oh. the craziest movie thing in history. Yeah, hell yeah. That's not going to happen. Bro, they no, actually said that there's context too. clues that possibly that could happen because X-Men in the first movie, the fight happened at the Statue of Liberty or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that this yeah, movie that. is like basically but bring it full circle because the person that directed that movie is involved with this one right here. And it's also a Statue of Liberty fight with this one right here. So they don't know like if that's like a full circle of bringing the X-Men X-Men. Back into it. I was even, I was be, even saying too, I was even saying too that even with the X-Men, they might even do an introduction to Deadpool because Deadpool and Spider-Man actually have... <laughs> See, listen, listen, now, listen, now, listen, now listen. That's a personal listen, prayer. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yo, no, Jimmy that's not a personal like, prayer. No, you're, no, you're right Spider-Man, now. sir. Like, they actually no, have a whole... They actually... They hit the floor. Hold on, wait, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> listen, like I said, no, you're Spider-Man, sir. Deadpool <laughs> and Spider-Man actually have a whole comic book series together, so that could be a possibility. That is not far-fetched. So anything... Uh, that's <laughs> like, a, I don't want that. I mean... He's, I don't and, want and they already announced point, and they already announced Ryan Reynolds is in the um Deadpool is part of the MCU now, so nah I want him with X-Men it's, though. But I do I do think it'll be either X-Men. I think you Jackman, you got five more years. You the Tom Brady of this. You got five yeah. more years. I don't want another you. Oh, we're gonna get to Tom Brady. Don't you worry about that, brother. Man, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why I want Tom Holland to pull Hugh Jackman talk about I don't wanna be 30 and play Spider-Man. Bro, if I got to play that's one what? character this and make man fight, the only reason why that still- nigga. I'm like, I'm like, give me that you know, shit. He still looks 17. But the, yeah. You know the only reason why you know the only reason why I think he's saying that is because Robert Downey Jr. said in an interview, well, I think it'd be crazy if um if Tom Holland was like in his 30s and he was still playing Spider-Man. I think that's the only reason why he's saying that. Mm. Man, that I think that's the only reason why he's saying Robert that. Robert Downey Jr. Whoa, 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 chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. Take it easy. There's a whole bunch of 30-year-olds, 36-year-olds that's playing high schools, man. And on top of that, <laughs> this nigga ends up transition transitioning to college anyways. Like there's a Spider-Man, the whole Spider-Man could be based on him going through the four years. It's like of a college. million Spider-Man universe. Like there's a there's a Spider-Man that owns his own company. Like what? Yeah. So I mean, I could do anything. Anything, yeah. bro. I would love to see a grown Spider-Man with kids. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> with, with bills and shit. <laughs> they Peter Parker. The, Spider- the Spider-Man that we see, we've been seeing has bills. Huh? Huh? I said the Spider-Man that we've been seeing has bills. No, I meant like with kids and oh. shit like that. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of believe your theory about Miles Morales. So it mm-hmm. kind of debunks my theory. But I'll tell you guys. Anyway. I want to hear. It. <laughs> but I'll tell you. Guys no, I want to hear. I want to hear. He's very excited. Uh, well said. I took my time writing this one out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, there's a there's a, a Spider Man. Um, when they ended the Amazing Spider Man mm-hmm. a few years ago, um, they did it where at the end of it, um, Mary uh, Mary Jane was already mar- um, married to. Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they was like that the editors didn't have kind of leeway uh, to do anything else because it was so far along in the Spider-Man story. So they wanted to just reboot the shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, it, so it just so happens after the Civil War event in the comics that, you know, Peter Parker's identity was out to the public. So mm-hmm. Aunt May was in danger. She got shot. Peter Parker didn't know what to do to save her. And he struck a deal with the devil, which was Mephisto. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like that uh, ties into the whole Doctor Strange being in this movie mm-hmm. because uh, I feel like right now, if they want to include Venom, they want to include, like, um, stories with Craven, whose movie's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the new? Morbi- Mor- Morbius. Yeah, Morbius coming out and tying the whole MCU in a new spectacular way that um, doesn't look redundant or the, the villains might look the same because they already did it. Mm-hmm. I feel they would have to reboot Peter Parker. Maybe they'll keep Tom Holland, but I don't know. That's why I thought like, that's why I initially thought um, that 
this would be Tom Holland's last movie doing mm-hmm. a Spider-Man movie. He'll probably do like a, a movie. He'll probably be like in the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. you know, like he did with the with Avengers and stuff. I mm-hmm. don't know about him having his own movie again. So basically, he strikes a deal with Mephisto. Um, Mephisto ends the marriage between uh, Mary Jane and um, starts Peter Parker's life all over, like from the beginning. And I feel like that would be the perfect way to tie in, like, across the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. the new Peter Parker, maybe he's in uh, Miles Morales' world, and Mar- and they're sharing the same world together. Um, but, yeah, that, that's kind of like my... My, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of my my prediction. I got a little senior theory. Yeah, yeah it was, 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 was kind of hard to communicate. It looks good in my notes. You know? <laughs> no, the only reason why it somewhat makes sense is because everybody, a lot of people, there's a lot of theories saying that people think that that Doctor Strange is actually, is actually Mephisto because I think everybody just wants to see Mephisto at this point. Yeah. We thought he was going to be in WandaVision. Now we're saying he's going to be into um, No Way Home. So. I think that it could make some sort of some sort of sense in regards to that. But the only thing that I'm confused about is because, like in this series, he's not married to her. That's the only thing. No, he's not. So they're yeah. not gonna do obviously. Yeah, yeah it's too the late. Movies for that. never really do the comics mm-hmm. the exact same. So mm-hmm. I feel like uh, to reboot the series or reboot a new Spider-Man, if they were gonna introduce a new Spider-Man, yep. this is how they would do it. They'll be able to do like a uh, keep still keep Tom Hardy maybe mm-hmm. in, in a new universe of Spider-Man mm-hmm. and do like. Uh, Maybe that's why they're tying in Dr. Ock to do the Sinister Six and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like it'll be a cheap way of rebooting the, uh, the Spider-Man series by keeping some of the same characters and doing new stories. Um, like, we already seen the Venom story. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We already seen uh, the Doc Ock story. But how do we reboot that using the same characters that's been in the universe now? We just started all over. This Spider-Man that you're used to seeing is no more because Mephisto erased it. And, then, <laughs> and it gives... Um, Doctor Strange. If Doctor Strange, I never thought about that theory of Doctor yeah. Strange being um, Mephisto. So if that is true, he opened up the multiverse for Peter Parker, which it looks like in the in the trailer. So mm-hmm. why would he do that? Bro? And now um, Peter Parker kind of got to close the mo- like he got to get all these villains back to their time, but yeah. they don't want to go because if you send me back, I'm just gonna die again because you kill me back then, I'm gonna yep. go back and get killed again. I'm good on that. How am I gonna get all these people back? I just hope they do all these like villains that we love really well. Like, you know what I mean? I hope Doc Ock, I know he's coming back. Um, I hope they do him, like, justice. Because what they did for him in Spider-Man 2 was just elite. Shit, so, Electro looks better than ever. Yeah, yeah. I like I like this Electro better already. But without seeing the movie, I already like yeah, Jamie Foxx's Electro in this movie better than the one in the basic Spider-Man yeah, 2. That's yeah. a Fendi. That's why I, this, I, th- I think that's why this movie is so great because of possibilities. Like literally, they give you everything is like, possible. Yeah. Any, like, uh, it's like Jerry's way of life. Yeah, I mean, anything can possible. That's, that's not life theory. Not bro. at all. That's why I love it, bro. And in this new age, so you know, that's why like Electro looks so good because like I feel like now with the technology that we have, everything could look that great and stuff. We can integrate so much of the technology that's like implemented with, with throughout the series and shit within this movie right here. So yeah, it's gonna go crazy. I can't wait to watch this movie, like man. I'm about to bootleg my tickets. <laughs> Yo, man, this, we got some good theories going on, man. Shout out to Zendaya. Shout out to Zendaya. <laughs> that's Mary J. That's uh, Mary Jane. The best MJ. one. MJ. Yeah, the best one. What you think, Kristen that's Dunn? Fendi. That's her name, Kristen Dunn. That's her name. What you think? She the best one? Yeah. Nah, I'm going with my queen, Zendaya. Ooh. Shout out to Euphoria. I don't know if she's shouting. Shake it up, like, Chicago. I, I agree with it. I watched Disney Channel. So I was like, yo, what the hell just happened? Shake it up Chicago. I was about to say, like, that's what he said. She was on a Disney Channel show where she was in a, she would dance on TV called Shake It Up Chicago, man. Damn. Shout out to Disney Channel. I think some people in Chicago to shake it up. Like, I was like, do y'all, yo, if that's what y'all do. See, that's like what Tyler said. I don't got the reference point. Yeah. I had no reference point for that context. I was like, oh, shit. Shake It Up Chicago. What happened? Real Zendaya fans know you're. Yeah. <laughs> but man, we gonna be there December 17th. Make sure y'all go check out this movie, man. I can't wait to talk to y'all about it once we actually go out and see it. Um, we also got across the Spider-Verse coming, man. Shout out to Into the Spider-Verse, what that did for the Spider-Man universe. That's the most swagged out Spider-Man, no bullshit. Shout out to my boy Miles Morales, man. Black so, man. That Black one, man, Black Spider-Man. Man. October 7th. So that one's coming out, and then it's crazy because this is the last uh, Marvel movie slated for a while. I think it's like March or March. Is it, is Doctor Strange, right? This thing is said a Doctor while. Strange. Like a March, four March is not close. Away. I mean, it's right. not close. Four months. Four months. Four months is 
three months. Summer's done. Yeah, no bullshit. Is it March? I think it's January and February, then it's March. Wait, is it March, though? I might be. Wait, hold up. I might be. I might be. Let me just see. Cause that movie, that movie's gonna be crazy too. Cause Doctor Strange is the next one that I know is slated to come out. So I'll be interested to watch that movie as well, man. But that's not a while though. <laughs> listen, listen, I might be wrong on the date, bro. It's like there's no trailer yet. When I watch the trailer, that's when boom. That's when I know the date. You know it. the end of the trailer where Yeah, yeah but you knew uh-huh. the date. We all knew the date of and it's actually May, so he's actually right. I knew um, it was the end. He said March. No, 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 wait, well, no, he's wrong about the month. He's wrong about the month, but in in, in like in, in in like the amount of time yeah. the movie's gonna come out. Yeah, it's May six. It's May six, twenty twenty two. I think they're gonna do the same thing with Doctor Strange that they did with Spider Man. Wait, Madlock and drop the trailer like right near the joint. Yeah, man. So make sure you head over to our YouTube too, man. We are gonna drop that trailer whenever that drops. And that settles it at the round table.